0: This is episode 11 of Everyday Wellness, Immune Boosters. I'm Dr. Kelly Donahue, clinical health psychologist, here with my co-host, Cynthia Thurlow, functional nutritionist and nurse practitioner. Let's get started. Welcome to Everyday Wellness. Wellness is the result of the decisions that you make every day. It's your mindset and the thoughts you believe. Wellness is the food you put in your body and the relationship you have with yourself and others. Wellness is your work and meaning. Join us on Everyday Wellness as we explore ways that you can choose wellness today.
1: Hello, hello. We are talking today about immunity boosters and for everyone out there whose kiddos are now yay back in school uh, and we're back to a more normal schedule uh, and back to productivity at its height. um, I know that this is definitely a concern that many of my clients and friends and family have started asking me about as people are creeping up with little sniffles and Low grade fevers already, you know, here in Washington DC, we went from insufferably hot and humid last week to rainy damp and in the high 60s. And so we've had a full circle 40 degree uh, adjustment in weather temperature in the past week and for sure that generally harkens in the time when we will start seeing people getting sick.
0: Yes, exactly. Over the summer with the warm weather, I really didn't think too much about colds and flus. Luckily, no one in our family got sick. And as the weather shifted over this past weekend, and I decided to pull out the Instant Pot and the Crock-Pot and do some soups and some warmer foods, it dawned on me that fall is here or is coming. And Mm -hmm. you know, with that comes this time of year where we need to think and shift into immune boosting and think about what we're going to do if those colds and flus land on our doorstep.
1: Yeah, definitely don't want them here. That's for sure. It's it's interesting. My oldest is the only one, knock on wood, um, knock on wood as I say this, uh, my oldest is the only one in 13 years of being a parent that has gotten the flu and he got it two years ago.
0: Oh, wow. And that was, the,
1: so we've been really fortunate and, you know, he kind of weathered it out, but, uh, you know, the flu in particular can be, pretty nasty. Uh, I think he was flat on his back for four or five days and didn't do much other than me forcing him to get up and drink fluids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, intermittently. He just wanted to sleep the whole time. But I think, you know, before we dive into some of our favorite remedies, um, I think it really is important to mention to everyone that there are two key areas that I think are important to focus in year-round, not just during when we head into fall into winter, but you know, really thinking about two things, um, the quality of the sleep we're getting, and then also our stress levels, which we know can profoundly impact our ability to fight infection and to ward off infection. So my favorite topic of conversation as of late is sleep, uh, because I think it's so grossly underestimated and not valued enough in our society that's so go, go, go. Um, and yet it's so foundational to our health and so, so important. And so, you know, when I'm working with clients that, you know, one of the first things we talk about is just, you know, quality of sleep, but even more important, if you feel like your immune system is taking a little bit of a hit, um, we used to have an ongoing joke that in healthcare, um, whether I was a nurse or a nurse practitioner, you're never allowed to be sick. You can't call out unless you're sick and it better be for, you know, explosive diarrhea that oh, no one no. wants to around for. <laughs> oh, no. Otherwise we worked sick all the time, uh, with low grade fevers, laryngitis and a whole slew of other niceties. Uh-oh. Um, but But the remedy for all of us is that we used to laugh. We're like, we need to be put to bed like a baby. Like, I'm going to go to bed at 7.30 or 8 o'clock. I'm going to wake up in the morning and feel like a rock star. And so that was you know, the natural kind of inclination was we listened to our bodies. We acknowledged we needed more sleep. And so if you're not getting seven, eight hours of quality sleep every night, if you're going to bed with your TV, your iPad, your phone. You're sitting in bed for, you know, a while um, on electronics, you know, you're going to disrupt the secretion of uh, a hormone called melatonin. And if melatonin uh, is blunted, then cortisol will bump you. Cortisol, what's from the adrenal glands secreted there, will increase and your body's going to think you're supposed to stay awake. So all this junk light can adversely impact our sleep. But, you know, making sure that you've got some type of a nighttime ritual, if it's you put lavender oil, essential oils on your feet, if you you know, spray yourself in magnesium oil, or you take a magnesium soak, which are two of my favorite things to do, um, more power to you, but just acknowledging you need to sleep in a cold, dark place, have a nighttime ritual, make sure you're getting off electronics, making sure that you've got some extra magnesium in your body. Um, I think those are all like super helpful. Like my little guy loves having lavender rubbed on his feet for some reason. Oh, and that's awesome. yeah, I don't so much love the smell of lavender, but I can appreciate <laughs> if it makes him calm and happy. That makes mm-hmm. me happy. Ignites Metabolism this is also great for the oral microbiome. And we've worked out a special offer for my everyday wellness community where you can receive 15% off your first order. Go to try armra.com slash Cynthia 15, or enter Cynthia 15 to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash Cynthia 15. You definitely want to check it out. Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. It combines cutting edge technology and human expertise. So you can see how your body responds to different types of nutrition, stress, WP for $30 off plus one month of free nutritionist support. Be sure to let them know you're a listener of the Everyday Wellness Podcast when they ask you how you heard about them. This is one of my favorite ways to take care of my health and one of my top recommendations for all of my patients and clients.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate the importance of getting good quality sleep before you get Mm -hmm. sick. So if we're doing this on a regular basis, if we're getting this good quality sleep, it's going to really help our immune system and help to keep us out of that sympathetic stress response. And I think that if there are times when we find it difficult to get the seven or eight hours, or even if we're just feeling run down after getting the seven and eight hours, and our body is telling us to take a nap, listen and Mm -hmm. do that. You know, there's, there's no shame in taking a nap. I know that you're a fan of naps, Cynthia.
1: Oh, my goodness. I think naps are yummy and delicious. But, you know, sadly, I'm oh, I'm kind of at the stage where it's really hard to do that. Although um, most of the uh, lacrosse swim team and... Um, other such sports moms know that Mrs. Thurlow will sometimes take a 15 minute power nap in the car. And there's no shame in that. Any time of the year, you will catch me shutting my eyes for 10 minutes. My kids think it's funny, but I tell them I'm like 10 minutes of closing my eyes and I'm not fully asleep. I feel like a new person. So, um, napping is not just for kids and babies and um, you know, adults, there is no shame in doing that. I feel like I get recharged and and kind of take on the world as i say i feel like a rock star and yeah. that's you know you know we've got to go home and oversee homework and get dinner prepared and get kids in bed you know i, I want to know that i'm doing it and not screaming my head off like a crazy loon
0: yeah it helps to do that when you're rested. yes <laughs> um, another thing with getting good rest you know sometimes we need to delegate to others and mm-hmm. really ask for help so that we can prioritize our health and our sleep. It might mean something like asking your spouse to do the the work with the kids or put dinner together on the table so that you can go to bed, tuck yourself in super early, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or it might mean asking someone to pick up the kids maybe so you could catch a nap in the afternoon just Mm -hmm. thinking about ways to allow others to help you and most of the time they'll be more than happy to I think we sort of overestimate the burden on others sometimes um, when we're trying to figure out whether or not we should allow others to help us
1: yeah. And there's no shame in that. I think that, you know, irrespective of our relationship with the other person, you know, whether, you know, even a good example is, uh, you know, our podcast, we kind of divvy up, um, you know, divvy up activities and responsibilities and we share, we share the responsibilities and therefore it doesn't feel like such an overwhelming Uh, Task, But I know with, you know, partners and spouses and kids, you know, my kids are now 11, almost 11 and 13. And um, my expectation is that they do more in the house. And so um, there's there's nothing wrong with that. You know, ultimately, we want to raise our kids to be uh, independent adults. And the only way to do that is to let them start taking some accountability for things that go on in the house to make things a little easier and. Um, it really feels good. So don't don't be afraid of doing that. And and don't feel like you have to do everything for your kiddos, um, unless they're infants or toddlers, of course,
0: right. And I think that also plays into the way that we talk to ourselves. I know, Mm -hmm. I I go back to this a lot, too. But when we are kinder to ourselves, again, our body responds in that Mm -hmm. way. So I think the same can be said of being ill or getting sick, our thoughts really become our reality. So Mm -hmm. if we're telling ourselves, oh, this is going to be the worst cold ever, I'm not going to be able to get any better. That's not helping you to get better at all. If you're telling yourself, I can get over this, I need to get Mm -hmm. some rest and allow others to step in, then you're going to have a completely different attitude about it and your body will respond differently.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to hear because I I certainly have a list of my own. I'd love to hear what your kind of go to immunity boosters are beyond the foundational stuff that we just tossed on about, you know, stress reduction and sleep quality. What are some of the things that you and your family really depend on in the summertime, uh, or excuse me, the winter, um, the winter and the fall to stay well?
0: I think one of the basic ones is just being mindful of washing our hands. So after mm-hmm. we get back from school or if we've you know been high-fiving at soccer practice or whatever, just really being more mindful about washing our hands when we come inside. Um, and then my go-tos, now whether these actually work, and, and there's some literature evidence to support their utility, or whether or not they are placebo, you know I don't really care because I feel like they have made a difference. Um, and those mm-hmm. things are taking vitamin C and vitamin D Mm -hmm. um, and then also taking some elderberry syrup. My mom started making this organic elderberry syrup in like vats. So we have plenty of it (laughs) to use. Uh, So we try to take that regularly as fall approaches and then when we feel ourselves getting a little run down or I notice my son's eyes not looking quite as bright (laughs) then we'll um we'll up the amount of vitamin c d and elderberry syrup that we take so that's sort of like my my frontline um source of defense before we bring in any of the specific herbs how about you do you have sort of a frontline
1: I do. I mean, I think gut health is, you know, clearly it's paramount. We know that's where the bulk of our neurotransmitters and immunity really stems from. So ensuring that my kiddos um, are getting a a pretty variety variety diet, um, ensuring that they're not eating a lot of sugar um, and eating some probiotic rich foods, you know, that's always kind of the focus. Um, And then we layer in things on top of it. But gut health is obviously paramount. So if they're eating, slash Cynthia. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash Cynthia and use promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off of any order. Again, that's promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off any order. Do you find yourself struggling to get a good night's sleep? If so, you may be dealing with a hidden mineral deficiency. It is not at all uncommon in perimenopause and menopause to deal with sleep lots of processed junk, it's going to be harder for them to fight off gut bugs because gut bugs and and other types of viruses and bacteria love sugar. So Mm. sugar just feeds them. But I always like to think about things like bone broth, um, which we know can be really therapeutic. And so I tend to, if I'm making. Uh, basmati rice or quinoa or some type of you know pseudo grain or grain um, or you know chicken soup Um, I love to make homemade bone broth which you know has a lot of immunity boosting uh, components I love elderberry syrup um, although my mom doesn't make any for us so (laughs) sometimes I get lazy and I'll go to Vitacost or Whole Foods and get some there which is always ridiculously expensive um, and very sugary but I like vitamin C like you mentioned Um, whole food sources of um, vitamin C are good as well you know citrus fruits and things of that nature. Spinach, um, you know, rose hips is another um, whole foods. When I say whole foods, I'm not referring to the store. I'm referring to just an actual product by nature that um, can be beneficial um, uh, uh, to take for immunity. So rose hips is a vitamin C rich um, option, but I also like things like NAC. Um, that mm-hmm. is something I will take when I travel. I like medicinal mushrooms. There are some really high quality Chinese mushrooms that I will take when I travel. It's usually those are usually my go tos: NAC, uh, vitamin C, bone broth, medicinal mushrooms are things that I enjoy doing. Um, but also things like echinacea, um, astralgus, which are uh, adaptogens. Um, but I, I have a friend who um, introduced me to what she referred to as a, not a, a shooter, um, like a shot glass, but mm-hmm. something you can take a, a, in a small quantity that um, has some immunity boosting um, uh, properties. And so she does apple cider vinegar, manuka honey, mm-hmm. um, garlic and cayenne pepper. So it's got a little bit of a kick. It's a little mm-hmm. sweet. Uh, but those four things together, um, she calls it a flu bomb. Oh, she so that she'll like take fire cayenne- cider? Yeah, well yes, but it's it's not like when I think of firesider I think of something that's pre made, but this is something that she'll make um that she enjoys. But yeah, it, it's got an interesting flavor profile. So if you were giving it to a non adult, I would think you'd have to kind of rem- make them very ready because the cayenne can be a little bit, you know, strong. Um, but yeah, so all those things together kind of synergistically help boost immunity in a, in a positive way. So those are, those are usually my go-tos, but I, but I, like we've mentioned, and we've said, um, before in the, in the cast that, um, I think it's really important that you just focus on self-care when you're feeling run down and listening to your body and not pushing through, um, you know, whether it's upper respiratory infections or, um flu viruses or any of those things just resting as much as you can because it's important to let these things actually do their job but prevention um any of the above and and many of these things you can find um you know in your local um whole foods or you know vitacost or some of these other online retailers you can find you know good quality uh options that are available in the medicinal mushrooms um you have to be a little more picky about that you want to make sure you go with a company that. Um, is not using, you know, mushrooms that have been sprayed by a bunch of pesticides. And if anyone's interested, they're more than welcome to reach out to me. I'm happy to share the, the brands that I use and the ones that I trust um, and use with my clients and family.
0: Yeah, I think the big take-home messages here are that prevention is, is great and using whole food sources of some of these things we've talked about is easy. And so you're not taking a ton of supplements at one time, you know, doing... exactly natural whole foods, vegetables, fruits, uh, probiotics, and getting some of these other herbs and blends in tea um, so that you're also kind of hydrating your body Mm -hmm. at the same time.
1: Absolutely, and I know someone's going to ask questions about probiotics. And so, here's my takeaway message about probiotics: There's nothing wrong with probiotics. I prefer probiotic-rich foods as a mm-hmm. whole, and then working with someone who is able to identify what kind of probiotic would be best served for you to take. Um, when I finished my nutritional um, training, there was a lot of focus on you know encouraging us to make sure that everyone was taking probiotics. But I've come to find and And within my niche is that many people have gut infections that adding probiotics and would not be beneficial for them at the very beginning. So really on a case by case basis, um, but there are definitely companies that I like, know and recommend, um, but always in the context of what you yourself really need in your diet. But lots of probiotic rich foods are a great way to, um, you know, make sure that you're introducing lots of beneficial bacteria to your body.
0: Awesome. Great. Well, everyone, we hope that you've enjoyed these tips. Short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet, and that you can use them to keep you and your family healthy. And if you want to reach out to Cynthia or me, you can find out our details in the show notes. We hope you have a great and healthy fall. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more about Cynthia and her work at chtwellness.com. And you can find out more about Kelly and her work at everydaytherapist.com. In addition, if you have questions for us or topics you'd like us to address, please email us at everydaywellnesspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.